Tegel. Bij Extra Gold. Waar anders. This is the place where Elvis relives. Hello friends, this is Elvis Presley. Oh, he's such a sexy person. Oh, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Dit is de Manfish Flash. A fan from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania put it this way. There would be many with good voices and good looks, but there would be only one Elvis. Combine a powerful surge of electricity with innocence, sideburns, a southern accent, a smile that is the most devastating thing since the atom bomb, and a form that is capable of style, excitement, and magnetism. Give this form life with his love for the fans and theirs for him, and shatter the placid 50s with a rhythmic rockabilly roll that would fell the rafters of American popular music. Dedicated to his memory, and to the countless millions whose lives he touched. This is the legend of a king. Well, we're going to bring out the Memphis Flash now, Elvis Presley for name. 2009, take two.
drive toe. That's the drive toe. What's the drive toe? That's the drive toe. In volgorde van opkomst hoorden we de titeltrack Kiss and Cousins, althans het muziekbed daarvan en ook van Smoky Mountain Boy, Catching on Fast, Barefoot Ballad en Anyone. En dan wordt er tot slot van deze sessie zonder de hoofdrolspeler nog één muziekbed ingespeeld. Nog een versie van Kiss and Cousins, maar dan toch weer anders. 
werd de muziek opgenomen op 29 en 30 september 1963. Elvis verscheen op 10 oktober dat jaar in de studio om zijn vocalen aan de muziek toe te voegen. Overigens niet in Nashville, maar in de MGM Studio Culver City, L.A. We weten dat Elvis er niet kapot van was om op deze manier op te nemen, het inzingen van muziekstukken. Dat Elvis dit wel kon, horen we gelijk bij het inzingen van Once is Enough. All you got is one life Living once can be rough But if you live every day all the way Once is enough You can own just one suit Worn and torn at the cuff But if you're living the life that you love Once is enough What's the good of reaching 90? If you waste 89 You got one life so live it If you don't it's a crime Life's a playful puppy You can grab by the scruff And if you live every sec What the heck Who wants is enough You settle for crumbs Life's a playful puppy You can grab by the scruff And if you live every sec What the heck Once is enough And if you live every sec What the heck Once is enough And if you live every sec What the heck Once is enough Without and fifteen, take four.
Catching on fast. De vierde poging van het inzingen van Catching on Fast bleek de juiste te zijn, met een einde welke er op het soundtrackalbum dan weer afgemonteerd was. Voor Anyone had Elvis drie takes nodig, waarvan die derde take op de soundtrack terecht kwam en de tweede die we gaan horen werd in de film gebruikt. 2016, take 2. 2010, take 5. fall in love with you Anyone who knows you as I do Anyone could fall in love with you And I love you my darling Anyone Could lose his heart like me Anyone who has eyes that can see Anyone could fall in love with you And I love you, my darling You're the star I reached for You're a dream So rare You're my greatest treasure Nothing Can compare Anyone Could want you for his own Anyone, not only I alone Anyone could fall in love with you And I love you, my darling Anyone Alle door Elvis Presley opgenomen liedjes hoor je in chronologische volgorde in de Memphis Flash. Smoky Mountain Boy Come 
me a big old grizzly bear I'm just a smoky mountain boy Coming back to the hills I love With the tops of pine Bending in the wind And the deep blue sky above I traveled around and met lots of girls No matter how many I see I left some pretty ones behind I know back home is where I'll find the girl Whose love is meant for me I'm just a smoky mountain boy Coming back to the hills I love With the tops of pine Bending in the wind And the deep blue sky Kanten er nog drie takes voor nodig om Dares Cold in de Mountains op te nemen. Elvis voegde zijn stem in slechts één take eraan toe. Voor One Boy, Two Little Girls had Elvis dan weer twee takes nodig. Two little girls 
say Three is a crowd To each boy One girl's allowed But right now I'm having such fun I just can't give up either one Cause this one boy Loves two little girls There will come a time I'll have to settle down But until that time I love two girls Hanging around Now one day decide which one I'll choose for my bride but till we three must part I've twice as much love in my heart cause this one boy loves two little girls De LP Top 220. Top 220. Met de mooiste nummers uit de tijd toen de muziek nog van de LP's kwam. In de ghetto. Doe mee met het samenstellen van jouw favoriete LP's. Kijk op extragold.nl. Je vrienden van de radio. 
Je hoort ze bij Radio Extra Gold. Radio Extra Gold presenteert u chronologisch, chronologisch alle door Elvis Presley opgenomen liedjes. Radio Extra Gold met Fred van Veen. 21, take 2. 
Lord, yes, a barefoot ballad. Won't you play for me a down-home country song? Cause when I kick my shoes off, then I kick my blues off. With a barefoot ballad, you just can't go wrong. Now the big toe's connected to the two toe, the two toe's connected to the three toe, the three toe's connected to the four toe, the four toe's connected to the five toe, the five toe. No, I'm sorry. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Hold it, hold it. 2024, take one. 2024, take four. Cause when I kick my shoes off, then I kick my blues off. With a barefoot ballad, you just can't go wrong. Now the big toe connected to the two toe, and the two toes connected to the three toe, and the three toes connected to the four toe, and the four toe connected to the five toe, and the five toe. Guitar in the middle of the melody Bumbling like a fountain Swinging out on Smoky Mountain Barefoot ballad, yes, a barefoot ballad Won't you play for me a down-home country song Cause when I kick my shoes off And I kick my blues off With a barefoot ballad, you just can't go wrong Now the big toe connected to the two-toe And the two-toe connected to the Oh, it's so 
Volgd door Kissin Cousins. Het was een sessie stevig doorwerken voor Elvis. Maar al de verlangde liedjes stonden deze sessie op die donderdag de 10 oktober op de band voor de soundtrack van Kissin Cousins. De kritieken op deze rolprint van Elvis waren niet mals. Maar doordat deze film goed aansloeg in de bioscoop en de soundtrack LP in verkoopcijfers niet onderdeed in vergelijk met zijn voorgangers sloeg de kolonel en dus ook Elvis definitief de weg in van relatief makkelijk geld verdienen aan dit soort films. Hebben we nog één lied uit Kissen Cousins en gelijk ook 1963 te goed? Het lievelijke Tender Feeling, welke Elvis in een moeiteloze take op de band zette. 2026, take one. I can't conceal A tender feeling Now that you Are close to me I look at you With tender feeling And can't help Kiss you Tenderly I offer you a true devotion All life through, my love I vow For this is real, this sweet emotion This tender feeling I have known Somehow I knew From the moment our lips first met You'd be the girl I could never forget No other love 
could be appealing. I loved you right from the start, and with each kiss, I'll keep revealing. The tender feeling in my heart I can't conceal a tender feeling Now that you are close to me I look at you with tender feeling and can't help kiss you tenderly I offer you a true devotion Met muziek van Elvis. 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 Dit is de Memphis Flash met Fred van Veen. There we go. RP A4 1004. Track 1. Near me, Memphis, Tennessee Help me find the party Trying to get in touch with me She could not leave a number But I know who placed the call My uncle took a message And he wrote it on the wall Help me information Get in touch with my Marie She's the only one who'd 
Memphis, Tennessee zijn we in 1964 binnengestapt. Op 12 januari in dat nieuwe jaar bevond het vaste Nashville A-team en Elvis zich weer eens in de Nashville Studio B van RCA. Memphis, Tennessee was al tijdens een sessie van 27 mei 1963 opgenomen, maar niet goed genoeg bevonden. En dat geldt eigenlijk ook voor Ask Me, zodat Elvis besloot dat er nog een poging met beide liedjes gewaagd moest worden. En dat hij zich niet vergiste, maken de prachtige vocalen van vooral Ask Me duidelijk. Voordat we naar Ask Me gaan luisteren, eerst nog het wonderlijke verhaal waarom de Memphis Tennessee versie van Elvis niet als single verscheen. In het begin van 1964 was de instrumentale versie van het Chuck Berry nummer al door Lonely Mac naar de top 5 positie in de Amerikaanse hitlijst gebracht. Toen vervolgens ook Johnny Rivers met Memphis Tennessee hoog in de hitlijsten verscheen, was het gedaan met de kansen voor Elvis. Johnny Rivers nota bene, die het tijdens een bezoek bij Elvis thuis de nog niet uitgebrachte versie van Elvis hoorde en er dus mee aan de haal ging. Help me find a party to try to get in touch with me She could not leave a number, but I know a place to call Cause my uncle took the message and he wrote it on the wall Een flart van de versie van Memphis, Tennessee van Rivers. En het moet gezegd worden, hij had goed opgelet terwijl hij bij Elvis thuis het liedje van Elvis dus hoorde. Althans de versie van Elvis. Ask Me Dan verscheen wel als single. De elfde take werd de master en de single. En dit zijn de takes 4 tot en met 7. RPA 41005 track 4. Ask Me. Ask me if I wanted to caress you And I'll confess Ask me if I'm longing to possess you I'll end Okay, one more We had a pop on possess Here we go, track five, ask me I 
ask me if I'm longing to possess you I'll answer yes Now that we're together I could hold you close forever And I swear that I would never let you go There's no quarrel Hold a second, hold Yeah, I just, it's slow. Still going, it's track six. Track seven. Ask me if I wanted to caress you, and Six, it hurts me, track two. It hurt. Okay, one more, track three. It hurts me to see him treat you the way that he does. It hurts me. It hurts me to see him treat you the way that he does. It hurts me to see you sit and cry.
calling you a fool For listening to hear the same old lies And when I know I could be so true If I had someone like you Hurts me Hold on, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I got behind Hold on Five It hurts me to see him treat you The way that he does It hurts me to see you sit and cry When I know I could be so true If I had someone like you It hurts me to see those tears in your eyes Takes 2 tot en met 5, welke de master blijkt te worden van It Hurts Me. Daar waar dus take 5 als B-kant van de single met op de A-kant Kissing Cousins zou verschijnen. It Hurts Me werd overigens medegeschreven door een later beroemde country-artiest, namelijk Charlie Daniels. En die kent u waarschijnlijk van zijn grote hit The Devil Went Down in Georgia. Toen Elvis om middernacht de studio verliet, kon hij niet vermoeden dat hij voorlopig niet meer de studio in zou gaan voor reguliere opnames. De komende tijd zouden er alleen maar opnames volgen voor soundtracks voor verschillende films. En de eerste in die rij van films is Rustabout. Op Valentijndag 14 februari 1964 was Elvis in Long Beach, California te vinden... waar hij een marineschip ooit in het bezit geweest van president Franklin Roosevelt... USS Pontabac 
weggaf aan het Sint Jude Hospital. Twee weken daarvoor had de kolonel dit schip in naam van Elvis gekocht, zodat hij het weg kon geven aan een goed doel. Gewoonlijk deed Elvis al veel aan het goede doelen gebeuren, maar meestal zonder daarbij op de voorgrond te komen. I really can't understand why uh, anybody wouldn't want this very beautiful and historical vessel. I wish I could afford to buy it myself for my own use and maintain it, but naturally I'm uh, not that financially fit. But in behalf of St. Jude Hospital uh, of Memphis, Tennessee, our hometown, our hometown, you betcha. The Children's Research Center there thanks you very much. The diseases that are being fought there. Leukemia, muscular dystrophy, sickle cell anemia, and all the horrible diseases killing our children. Uh, also, thank you. I mean, the scientists well, love fighting these diseases. Happy to be the one to, uh, to yeah, be able to do it. Well, now that St. Jude Hospital uh, has taken over this vessel, we naturally plan to uh, try to sell it or sell it as soon as is humanly possible because we're not interested in a commercial venture of any kind or a sightseeing uh, vessel, although it certainly should be enshrined. I'm surprised that it hasn't been. I don't know. We have several private uh, buyers already interested. I don't think that uh, we will go through the hassle of an auction. Uh, I don't think so either. We will just discuss it with the interested parties and give it to the... If we do, we'll come by it again. Uh, yeah, we'll come and buy it again. Leslie, what did you think uh, when the market died because they weren't interested in it? What, uh, what transpired there? Well, I, I could understand uh, other reasons for it, really. Uh, I was a little surprised, you know, but I, I could understand that reason for it. Well, that wasn't the case, you know, I, I, because that was the reason for it, was the March of Dimes. No, frankly, I happen to know, and I know Elvis is a little too modest to talk about it, but immediately after he purchased it, he could have sold it at, at a personal profit to himself. But that isn't why he bought it. He bought it with charity in mind. And uh, he, he was there, and he, and he felt that uh, he could outbid the highest bidder, and he did. And But his primary thinking, and still his thinking, was to turn it over to some worthy charity. And his first thought was to mark the dimes on a national basis, and uh, they couldn't handle it. Well, I can understand that, too. Only volunteer, or excuse me, <clears throat> only volunteer organizations can handle a matter like this because, you see, volunteers work much harder than paid people, by far. And uh, all of our people are volunteers, and I know we have a half a dozen men who can handle this, uh, this ship and handle it. Well, like I said, I can, I, can, I can understand it. Would you try to get more than $55,000 for the boat? I wouldn't try to get any figure. I would uh, try to get the best figure. Uh, we can use the money. We need it very badly. We still owe about... Uh, $650,000 on a $6 million building, which isn't bad. It's only two years old. And it takes a, a million three hundred thousand that took that last year to run St. Jude's. Next year will be a million and a half. And each year, the, the cost of running it goes up and up and up. So we'll do the best we can, get whatever we can. Danny, and what's your direct relationship with St. Jude? I am the founder of St. Jude Children's Research Hospital in Memphis, Tennessee. It's primarily a children's hospital. It is a children's research center. It, what, all diseases? Uh, catastrophic diseases in children. 
at the present time there are 13 different research uh, projects going on. I did a welcome to you, didn't I? The money derived from the sale eventually then will go towards more research, right? More all research, yes. yes. How, how did you first find out about the St. Jude's uh, Foundation and the Alzac Foundation? I did a walk-on for... Uh, Mr. Thomas in 1956, I believe it was. Yes, at the Chicks Ballpark. Right. At the Memphis Chick Baseball Team Ballpark. A little personal question. Did you and they built a hospital where my house used to be. Yeah, we did. We built a hospital right where his house used to be. That's true. That's true. His old, old house, yeah. Well, like I said, we can understand uh, about the March of Dimes, but we're just as happy to, to be able to give it to this uh, organization. What happened to the Coast Guard Auxiliary? I beg your pardon? What happened to the Coast Guard Auxiliary? Well, I don't know. <laughs> I, mean, I, I couldn't answer that, really. I, I believe, uh, I think that uh, that was uh, kind of an embarrassing situation. After all, the Coast Guard, you know, is the United States government. And uh, I think that somebody thought it uh, not in proper taste for the Coast Guard to take it and use its proceeds for some uh, officer's club or something like now, wasn't that. Wasn't there a story on the wire, uh, Danny, relative to an uh, overruling by the wives of the Coast Guard Auxiliary? It was my... Uh, I never heard that. I, I was not under the impression that the wives of the Coast Guards were running it, but they might be. They might be. My wife runs me. I know that. Uh, I will make an effort to sell it. I would prefer that it be, be enshrined or uh, preserved as a shrine to FDR. I forget in this world. It's a strange thing. Very, very strange that this vessel should be embroiled in any kind of controversy or a ring around Rosie. They're playing ping pong with uh, a memento of the history in the United States of America. Mr. Presley, this connection, uh, whether the vessel will eventually be preserved as a shrine and up to the next owner. That is right. That is right. Uh, we certainly can't tell the next owner what to do with the vessel. Well, I hope it's so. No, it won't. But I hope it. I hope they will preserve it as a shrine. Uh, well, sir, uh, I, I didn't buy it for myself. You know, I, like I said, the reason that we bought it was for the March of Dimes, and uh, they couldn't accept it. I can. I can understand it. But I didn't buy it for myself. Can you afford it yourself? I knew this was going to happen. I knew <laughs> What do we think about it? I think, I, I think it's absolutely wonderful that a new outfit comes along in show business to excite the imagination of uh, those whose imagination needs exciting. I, I, mean, I think they're fine. They're just fine. How about you, Mr. Presley? Uh, well, I've heard of them, you know, about a year before. The first time I saw them was on the Ed Sullivan show. And uh, the Colonel and I uh, wished him the, the best of luck over here, you know, really. But because if, uh, if these young people can come over here and, uh, and do well, regardless of what crowd they impress, well, more power to them, really. Well, many of us have gone to England and have taken sure. a lot of their money. Why shouldn't English come over here and take some bonds? As long as they don't take any 
It can't take our fans. There isn't any one of us in any media of show business, any of the medium, that's got all the fans. Nobody owns 180-some million people in this country. That's true. It takes a lot of us to please them all. We've all got our niche, and uh, we're all making a living, and we're all very happy in our business, and we don't mind newcomers coming along who excite the imagination. I think when one place does business, it's good for the other place, too, you know? Competition is great. Thank you all very much. <coughs> Well, in Memphis, there's no, uh, except the Mississippi River, you know. <laughs> I think anybody... I don't, I don't have that much time. Uh, no, really. besides any actor who made good since 1945 can't afford a yacht. <laughs> you haven't heard about taxes, man. <laughs> You're like my wife. She never heard of him either. She reads in the paper how much I make. That's how much she spends. <laughs> About the Beatles. <laughs> They're no competition to you, Elvis. No. Well, I, Good I gosh. You're a motion picture star. I don't even think I can. Why? Certainly not. Certainly not. Well, so that's been true about every young performer, anybody in show business. When you hand him the keys to the boat, I want him back because that's right. Are they the keys to the boat? Can we get you both standing down? How about it? Yeah. Stand up. Stand up. I want to tell you, just be talking for a minute, then hold out the keys so I can see them. With this key, I be wet. Which bank is your safety deposit box? Yeah. Thank you very much. Well, if I seem to be a little nervous, gentlemen, it's because well, I am. I don't know about this. I don't know about this kissing stuff. He said, "That's a brotherly kiss, pal." Yeah. Oh, I have one. There we are. There's the keys. There's the bill of sale. Okay. I beg your pardon, sir. No, sir. It took all the time to uh, to get it cleaned up. They worked all night last night to get the keys back. Okay. So the safety deposit box. The safety deposit. I think so. All right, boys. One second, please. Uh, got the key job? I set the thing up, but I can't. Yeah, go for what happened. Uh, Elvis, pull the keys up like that. Uh, Danny, you get your finger on it. Nobody's going to buy it. It's like... Yeah. Okay. Got away. Got away. Never, never. No necessity for that. Danny, I want to... Go ahead, Al. One thing I would talk very much is I thought that maybe uh, Elvis might have heard some of the Teen March promos on the day He was telling me about this. Yes, the Teenagers' March is conducted in the greater Los Angeles area by KFWB, and Al Wyman of KFWB is our chairman, and uh, he's done a great job over there with Hawthorne and Joe Drilling, all the fellas, and all the DJs. I just wondered if maybe you heard some of the promos during the December campaign that we were having, and that might have had something to do with... You're giving the yacht to Al Sack today. No, uh, I wasn't here. 
you know, uh, it's been about three months since I've been in town. But he was telling me downstairs about We were talking about it, Al. He was out of town during the campaign. About yes, how much you know. help the man about it. Yeah, yeah, we took in $63,000. The teenage mark. Could I get a shot of you with the pack over here? No, right. All kidding aside, I wish him the best of well, because I don't think like that. I've been too lucky myself. I've been too busy 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 myself. I've been I wanted to ask you another question, uh, inside question about KFWB. I wanted to know if you were aware of the fact that we ran a special report on you called the Elvis Presley Mystery. Did you hear anything about that? Or did you hear, get any response or fan mail from it? Uh, yes, I did. <laughs> I, I didn't know exactly what it was. I tried to figure it out myself. We did a special report. We had uh, interviews with all kinds of people that knew you, and what we tried to do was to give the public uh, an idea of what Elvis Presley was really like. We had interviews with Nick Adams and people that had worked with you in the past when you were on your way to the top. I just wondered if you had heard about it and if you did, whether or not uh, you had any response from the fans that you have uh, to the program. Well, I got, uh, I, I got response uh, at my home, you know, and uh, people were calling up and asking uh, what it was and what was going on and everything. And then I went back to Memphis and I got letters from people in L.A. You think it all came from the fact that uh, we were running this special report called the Elvis Presley Mystery? I'm pretty sure that it did. <laughs> uh, it was a mystery to me for, for a long time, too.